Hi, one of the Good Noise Podcast. We're at the Fairview. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Ooh. Uh, yeah, when you did, go for when that did one. we start the van? Uh, the band? Sorry. Yeah. yeah, when did we start the band and what does the name mean? Oh, we started the band. Um, Jake wasn't in it for the start. He he came later, but um, it was like 2014, just like me and some high school friends. Um, and it, the the name is um, uh, the, the street we used to practice on. It's okay. like pretty stupid. <laughs> that's uh, it. It's, Our it's old Fairview Ave. Fairview Ave. It's, it. it's like a... It's like a you know, it's a quick, quick. Uh, oh yeah, it's the street name, so it's kind of deep. And it sounded emo. It sounded emo, and it's very. It deep. does. I was sixteen. You know, I thought it was a Chase Coy reference before I was in the band. I thought it was a Chase Coy reference. Oh fuck, that is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't need. Damn. That. All right, whatever. Everybody, look up Chase Coy later. I guess got a song called Fairview. Oh. Is it, I'm sorry. Are we recording video? Yeah. Yeah. Is it okay to drink wine? Yeah, you're good to yeah. drink. <laughs> well, that's just, fucked up, dude. You can't dude, drink wine on know, here. I don't know if it's just like that kind of, but I'm chilling at home. No, it's yeah, just we're it's late back good. podcast. We both can't drink, but we don't give a shit if people drink. Yeah, we don't care. Just wanted to make sure. Don't you're step good. on those. Yeah, that's all good. Thank all you. Good. <laughs> all, right. all right, so uh, congrats on your newest release, Fresh Faced and Effervescent. How do you felt the response to that album so far? Um, It's been really cool. Um. I think we were both nervous as hell uh, just because we recorded it in 2018. Um, And for so long, it it got delayed and pushed back and uh, it started to feel like, God, we're going to put this out and no one's going to give a shit at all. (laughs) Like, it's been too long. Um, So we've, I think we've just been like amazed by it. Like, it's it's just been really cool to like actually have people like respond so enthusiastically to like the songs and like, like the little details that we got excited about, people get excited about. And that's mm-hmm. like, on any scale, that's like a very cool thing. Yeah, it's really cool. So, I'm like, happy to hear that. What did, why did it take two years to put out then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it started with a studio fire. Um, oh. In, yeah, we recorded in a place called Toast and Jam um, that's in down in Buford, Georgia. Um, and they had like a freak electrical fire, like about a month after we tracked, um, and like that slowed things down, obviously, because you know, like there was a fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then after that, it was also like a, a matter of like you know we uh, had somebody mixing the album, and then like we ended up changing who was mixing because we weren't happy with what they were doing, mm-hmm. um, and that was you know that's just more time. So it was just like. And money. It was, so, like, once when, when someone like yeah, that too. doesn't mix your record in the way that you thought they were going to, um, you still have to pay the next person to mix your record. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, that's fine. You don't like my mix? I'll just give all this money you gave me to, um, yeah. to your new producer. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So we didn't like jump to the next one like within a day. It's, it took like, time okay, to like raise money this. for that too. Yeah. All right. Dang. Yeah. Well, it's it out happens. now, so it's not exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's out now. Yeah, it's so out now. Is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Ooh, so the the album name, absolutely. Um, Fresh Face and Effervescent is like, I thought the whole idea of it was kind of like this this like hardened optimism, like this 
this like I've been through some shit. Like I've really been to like the lower depths of my experience and like I've been through a lot. But so now I've got this feeling of like, wow, I'm like kind of like happy to, you know, to be alive, to be like, to keep going. Like, but like this kind of like weary happiness that you have when you've kind of been through a thing that really like changed you. Um, and so fresh face and effervescence just like, it's like almost sarcastic, but like also very genuine too. It's like, it rides the line. But that was yeah. the idea. The, uh, the cover art was done by our friend, uh, by an artist by the name of Jess Gonzalez. Um, Jess started out as just like liking our band. Um, Jess is from Connecticut, so we didn't really know Jess until I don't know. Me and Jess got really tight, like in particular, me and Jess. Like I, she would like hit us up via DMs um, and hit me up via DMs. And when I realized, I was like, okay, you're not weird. You're kind of nice. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, because you never know with just like strangers that have heard your bands. Like you know. Yeah people are weird um but <laughs> but just was cool um and one day just posted uh some prints she did um and i was like oh my god that's it like that's mm -hmm. that's this album cover like that's what it has to be so um yeah, just yeah eventually we, we finally got around to commissioning um commissioning jess and it i love like she did the whole every single cover art and everything and it all kind of is super cohesive yeah um, and it just, our whole, it's fucking awesome yeah our whole thing is like typically when we have like somebody do art we just kind of say like this is the general basis of what we expect yeah. but like you listen to it and you make what you think it should be mm -hmm. um and that just always works out really well for us because then we get stuff that we never would have done ourselves and uh, it's just better i think i think Sometimes artists prefer it also to not be like in some ways boxes while yeah. they're trying to make stuff. Yep. I yeah, that's that. fair. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me about your writing process for this album? Mm. It's kind of a kind of erratic. Um, usually everything starts with like, uh, I mean, it started back in like 2017. So uh, it usually started with like just a, like an acoustic guitar, like, song that's usually how i started out just because it's the easiest way of doing it i think mm -hmm. um and basically like i demo out like a shitty little demo on my computer i send it over to nolan and isaac um and yeah they would just kind of like learn it like privately mm -hmm. and like then when we were coming together to play some of them live like we would like change things up a lot um but like lyrics didn't finish up until like we were in the studio that's I, I write really slow and in like a number of drafts. So like we were literally in the studio and I remember Nolan had an old draft of a song it, like while he was in the vocal booth. And I was like, oh, that's not what the lyric is anymore. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I was answering a text. What? I go, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not mm. repeating that for you. You can listen when I'll I come I'll get up. my ass in the car and drive the <laughs> I wish you would. No, I was just saying that, uh, no, I'm not repeating myself. No. She's <laughs> still at you. That's fair. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, oh. writing's a good place if you're in the Fairview. So, I would, yeah. I'm kind of like, uh, Jake does a lot more writing for this band than I do. But when I do write for it, uh, it, it'll hit me like at work 
or something. That's the thing is I don't, I don't, I don't really sit down with the intent to write a song. Um, I'll be doing something totally removed from any sort of recording gear or any place where I can like document whatever epiphany I'm having musically in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, if I'm lucky enough to like have my phone handy and a guitar handy, I'll just like record an acoustic video and then, and then add components, send it off to Jake. You know, there's a lot of like back and forth, add, subtract. So, okay. mm-hmm. right. so, yeah. uh, so what's it'll smack me when I like, can't do anything about it. That's yeah. the most frustrating part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like a curse. Uh, <laughs> so what song on this album took the longest to write? And then what is your personal favorite? Ooh, took the longest to write. Um, so actually, I feel like I can say that the one that took the longest to write is technically only Grays, because mm-hmm. that was a demo that we intended to be on It Could Be Worse Than It Is, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't ready at all. And so that song took, I guess, like when you like really draw it out, like it took about four years to write, I guess. Oh, wow. Um, not like four continuous years. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm no maestro, but, um, but like just can like for a good four years, it was like in some process of being made. So I'd say that one probably, but, um, my favorite on the album is in rip cages. Um, because it's just like really like, it's really emotional. It's like the kind of song that like in high school I would have like listened to and been like, you know, like that's that shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. really angsty so, too. Yeah, so it was like cool to have like our own version of that. Um, yeah, but Nolan, I like uh, Plan B a lot because <clears throat> Jake came to me with the demo for Plan B, and there was this giant break, <laughs> giant break in the music that was just chord progression. And I was like, okay, what the fuck's this all about? And he's like, I want you to rip fucking solo here, the sickest solo you can do. And I was like. Yeah, <laughs> I got so I got so amped for that part, and then when we finally got to the studio, poor Ian, our our producer Ian Riley, I made him <laughs> I made him take that solo for me, like probably for three hours straight. Jake was asleep. Jake was asleep. Like no, yeah, everyone was up. done. Everyone was done. Gave up. I was like run it again, <laughs> like like yeah. a psychopath. And um, <laughs> but at the end. I, I really like the the final solo that we went with. So Hell that's yeah. that's kind of like I made my mom listen to it the second we got home. I was like, "Mom, you gotta hear something." <laughs> mom, look at what I just laid down. Groundbreaking! I'm telling mm-hmm. you, pentatonic scales totally, totally in here. No one uses. <laughs> no one's ever done this before. <laughs> <laughs> New territory. Mind blowing. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. So I know this album is like two years old. But if you can remember, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating it? Mm, like in the studio? Just overall, like writing oh, wow. it. Yeah. Um, the era. The it's, era. Kind of, it's kind of marked by like a, a breakup for me. Um, mm-hmm. I had like a person I had dated for like, like from like graduating high school and then into like those like first few years of adulthood. Oh. Um, and we had a just a, you know, a pretty bad breakup. And that's kind of where I feel like everything found its center. Like I had started writing the songs, like some of the songs and like they were what they were, but like they didn't have context yet. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a sad, like 
depressive state of being where I was just really feeling really lost and like, like, oh, I don't really know who I am without this person, which was like almost embarrassing to feel a little bit too. So it was like a big, like um, humbling time and a time where I like really learned a lot about myself. Um, But a lot of what the album is about is that darker area of that time where I was just like lost entirely and like in the depths of my depression, not medicated yet. Because that's the whole thing. Um, but yeah. Um, the studio part of it was great, though. We had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> the writing process was hell, but at least the studio part was cool. Yeah, yeah. good times. Speak for yourself. I fucking hate recording. I- <laughs> uh, so it wasn't good for you. <laughs> it was like, it was fun. You know, we flew out to, so we're a Massachusetts based fan, Rhode Island, Providence. Um, and we flew out to, Atlanta obviously or like the greater Atlanta area to make it so that was cool you know just getting on a plane with the band and like all right let's go make a record that was fun we like stayed obviously we didn't like we had a couple of very extended stays in Atlanta and that was like really cool and there was a lot of like you know meeting people and just like you know hanging out with that whole community down there who just feels like a second home to us now that that's the coolest part but like the Mm -hmm. anxiety of recording for me is like it's true. It. No one, Especially no one vocals. freaks vocals. out. Yeah, no one freaks out in the studio more than Nolan. Like, like no one will like stop everything over a slightly detuned string. It'll be like, I just don't know, man. I just don't know if this is uh, if this is tuned or not. And I'm like, I think it's fine, dude. It's been an hour, <laughs> dude. You've been at the string for an I, hour, I, dude. I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. You know, like we're, but we're just, we're like. Well, I'm still broke, but we were like, you know, we had just scraped by to like, like okay, we're making this record. Like, you, you know, like you get one shot. Like, yeah, I wanted to make it the best possible. But like, luckily I had Jake and Ian and Dom and Carol and everyone there. Everybody like, in the room. Just to be keep like, drinking. No. Keep drinking alcohol. <laughs> oh my God. Just relax, man. Just get back. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if that's what works. Uh, Especially in a vocal booth. No. <laughs> So uh, this question should be like super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Nolan, you look so scared. I don't know. That's your three words. You said it was like off the top of my head. And I was like, I can't do that off the top of my head. I don't know. Pop punk. Pop punk is pop. That's that's three. Um, Pop punk 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 is. Pop punk is. You can't count hyphen as a pop punk. Perfect. He just did. I've seen it both ways. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right, take one of these. All right, wow, that's fine. Um, uh, I would say it's oh man, that's tough. The three word thing. It's mm-hmm. just uh, I'd say it's uh, it's Can- like. It's like I don't know. It's yeah. it's its own thing. Its, it's own thing. Its own thing. Yeah, its own thing. <laughs> its own thing. All right. Yeah, I mean, because like I I don't know. I feel so weird about describing anything I make. So mm-hmm. like it's its own thing. I don't know. It's I was thing. talking with coworkers the other day who have heard the album, um, and some of them said it sounded on some tracks it sounded a little West Coasty. Ooh. So. West Coast? What about West, West Coast? Coast Sad? Ooh. West Coast West Sad. Coast. All right. Yeah. We'll trick everyone into thinking we're from California, which will earn us, like, 
So much cred. That much more clout mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a general sense. You'll be, li- you'll be living in L.A. in no time. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I can't wait to <laughs> fight to the death or whatever it is they compete for out there. I heard it's so competitive. I have a coworker that lived there, and she was like, everyone's like at each other's throats thinking they're oh, going to make it. Yeah, good thing everyone's really nice here in New England. Yeah, just <laughs> that, that was sarcasm. Yeah, was I was going to say, that sounded like sarcasm. No, yeah, the only react was like, oh no, I'm not being serious. <laughs> oh god. The <laughs> nicest people are is when they like, I Duncan for the for the car behind them or something like because they think that's their good karma for the week. Oh. <laughs> More for like the month. <laughs> the funniest wow. I worked at Duncan, and the, the nicest thing I ever saw people do at Duncan, like, and it was never directed at me. Like I was never the object of oh. their kindness. It would be like if there was a cop behind them or something, mm-hmm. they'd they'd like buy their car, or or some people would just do it randomly. That's mm-hmm. their that's Massachusetts. Like, okay, I did my good deed for the week. I'm done. That's it. By, by their Duncan. I mean, here oh in New God. Jersey, the good deed is just blowing your horn and giving someone the middle finger while you're driving on <laughs> the highway or something. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's... might even be a little worse down there for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so I, don't, like, I live in the middle of nowhere. Off so. topic. Sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't leave the house, so yeah. I don't know what it's like out there. Um, I don't want to leave the house. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I don't want. Um, anyways, so you guys, like, recently dropped this album. That's crazy. Congrats. But what's next? <laughs> no, Are you like working on dog, anything? But future. I mean, but we're writing, where's the other album? We're writing a lot, actually. Oh. Um, oh. we, you know, I, I wouldn't, like, say, oh, yeah, we've got something, like, done. Like, we don't. Mm-hmm. Like, but we're writing. Um, and we're really excited about what we're writing. Um, and I think it's going to make this album look very it's it, i just think it's it's going to be a lot a lot uh more developed i feel like like maybe a little more thought thoughtful and complex mm-hmm. i don't know i wrote a lot, of, a lot of those songs when i was like 20 years old and i don't know a few few years a few years makes a lot of difference mm-hmm. so now i'm like hearing all of like the mistakes that I made that I now like have turned into lessons. So it's just, I, yeah, I think this new, the new songs I think are going to be really, really good. That's all. It's just that like natural progression and growth and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. And things, things never stop happening to write about. I feel like now I'm, so I'm 23 and like, you know, when you're like, when I was like 19, 20, I was like, Oh, life will get like really simple and and uh I'll I'll have less stuff to like want to write songs about or something like that. And I found the complete opposite, obviously, you know. I mean, that's just a, a very naive thought. Um so it's just like there's always just new subject matter for me at least personal that I'm like okay, well there's that now. There we go. Get ready to track about that. Something I can mm-hmm. something I need mm-hmm. to express or something. So yeah. I get that. Uh, so, where do you guys see the band in the next five years? I don't know. I mean, it's. Uh, I definitely like wonder in terms of like just the future of like touring music. You know, where mm-hmm. like where that's going to be because mm-hmm. that really For felt like humanity in general. <laughs> yeah, that also. <laughs> no, I mean, because like I, I will say that like I think like we really 
started to feel confident in like that idea of like going out and like um you know like going to places we've never been and like playing for almost no one or like maybe some people but like building that way that we got really comfortable doing that um so i guess for us it's just going to be like learning to adapt to whatever the moment is as a band you know if we have to become a little more like social media uh present then like we might have to do that um you know i think we're just like trying to feel it out and not put too much pressure on ourselves because it's like a real tough time for everybody and uh it's like i want to be creative but i don't want to like you know make it like make it imperative like above my own just like mental well-being and all that like Mm -hmm. so yeah i feel like i feel like some bands and artists and stuff like i can tell that they're kind of at a loss right now as as we all are and as we should be for like what what exactly to do in regards to music but like i don't know i just think more people need to be reminded or somehow comforted by like you know like everything's fucked (laughs) so like relax like with music right now it's i understand how much it means to you and everyone and stuff like that but don't like you know people are struggling financially mentally in in ways that have nothing to do with you know underground music rock music anything like any kind of music so um just like take it easy take your time because like there's no rush i want to take i want to take my time i want to take my time yeah Yeah. Yeah. i think we do Yeah. yeah that being said i mean like i think in five years we'll be doing probably the same shit like if you know if we never progress we'll be here doing shows every so often and like whatever you know i think like what really has like like become a sure thing in my brain is that like uh working with nolan and working with isaac and working now with brenna like um it's just i love doing it enough so like i'm cool if we're just like here forever like Mm -hmm. we'll we'll figure it out yeah um but we're working on stuff there, there, some things will come, or they won't. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Solid answer. What he said. <laughs> uh, so, for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, sick. So, we're going to go straight to death row, then. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Gigantic mega boom. Boom, boom. Oh... Never I, I want like good fucking like Texas barbecue, like Ooh. brisket with mm. the cornbread with like pasta salad, mac and cheese, like all the stuff, mm-hmm. and like a Dr Pepper, and that's it for me. Solid, dude. I don't know. I like have this new love for food these days. And I just, I like cooking a lot in my spare time. So I've just like Ooh. been making, you know, every, like a new recipe every other night or something. As like you that. should. So, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't fuck. Yo, do I know it though? Would you get Raising Canes? Maybe. That's the <laughs> thing. Is that I love. You just broke them something pasta related man because i just fucking for sure love pasta <laughs> i love pasta so much pasta is great and you drink with your pasta oh a drink red wine yeah Hell yeah <laughs> um so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live 
fictional world. Mm. Fictional world. <laughs> Fuck. I've never thought. We got the hard questions. I guess probably Land of Vue Adventure Time. That's like number yeah. one for me. Yeah. Maggie and the Ferocious Beast. Oh, <gasps> I haven't heard that in ages. Oh my god, that shit that just looks so nice. Mm -hmm. From what I remember of it, it looked super nice. So yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. That's, That's a good, good one. I like that. All right. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Wow. Blue or black <laughs> or some sort of combination of the two. So a dark, dark blue. blue. <laughs> I feel like no, if I, had... I don't mean like it. No, 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 no. Let me let me just clarify. Not an infusion, like oh. use of the two separately. Okay. Yeah. Blue. Yeah. Blue. It's not really um, I guess, like, if I had to choose a favorite, like, real color and not just, like, cop out and say, like, mm -hmm. black or gray, um, but I like burgundy. Ooh, taste. Taste. I, like, Burgundy's great. Deep burgundy. Mm -hmm. Ooh, you're so It's a good color. It is. It's one of the few I wear. Profound. So, uh, as Gloria said, that is one of the questions we have today. <laughs> is there anything that you would like to plug? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, Ugly ghost. Oh, no. What? No, don't plug me. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Shut up. Jake has a side <laughs> project um, called Ugly Ghost, and it's sick. That's you should check it out on Bandcamp, Spotify, anywhere. Thank Shame. you. Mm -hmm. um, the Hammer Collective Presents is a like live stream like show thing that I've been working on with uh, Nick, who does The Hammer, and uh, Johnny from Debt. Um, we're like trying to like put on shows like digitally like uh every two weeks starting in november where like they go up and they're up you can uh like it, 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 there's a lot of details to it but like the whole thing of it is that we're like filming shows um they're going to be up for sale on the internet um and november 14th is the first one of those with spc uh savannah and eleanor and the pretty things so if you want to see a good recorded couple of sets then the hammer collective presents is something you might want to look into all right solid that's really cool yeah well uh thank you for sitting out this has good. been the fair view and uh we're the good noise podcast